0: Welcome to The Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin. At the beginning of the year, many churches and many believers will dedicate a time of fasting and prayer to start the year off seeking God's favor and God's blessings and God's wisdom for things that are going on in our lives. Well, I'm going to bring a series of messages about fasting, the purpose of fasting, and how God works through fasting. At the end of this broadcast, I'm going to share with you how you can listen to it again and share it with friends and other church members who may not be as informed about fasting as they could be. God is still in the business of doing some amazing, wonderful, powerful things. Let's pray that God will speak to our hearts today. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. I'm sure there are some of you who feel like your life is in a constant struggle. The more you go forward, you seem to be losing ground. Perhaps you are the one who would say that things are going well right now, but I know sooner or later something is going to go wrong and I'll be in the battle of my life. Well, whether you are aware of it or not, You are in the midst of a war. It is not a war that's fought with guns and grenades or ships and tanks, bombs or bombers. It is a spiritual war. This war is fought with spiritual adversaries whose purpose is to destroy the work of the Lord. They also want to discourage the people of God want to bring discord and division. This adversaries want to bring depression and ultimately defeat in the lives of God's people if we let them. You may not know it or not, but there is an adversary who stands at your door who has your picture and their assignment is to Raise hell in your life. Now, most believers sometimes don't give very much consideration to the spiritual things that are happening around us. But the Bible is very clear that we have an adversary. So if we're going to be the overcomers that the word of God says that we are, we're going to have to be aware of the weapons that God gives us to fight and to defeat the forces who wants to destroy us. But let me say this, first of all. If, if you do not have any spiritual battles from time to time, you are not spiritual. You don't have to be embarrassed as a saint to say you're going through something. Because every saint is going to have to go through some battles. See, while you were living in sin, And you were under the control of the devil and the demonic forces. You weren't going through spiritual battles. Your life was just messed up because you were acting up. You could lie and don't think anything about it. You could steal and don't think anything about it. There's no problem. You're just doing what your master programmed you to do. You had the sin nature that caused you to uh, want to do all the stuff. and And then you would enjoy it. You would enjoy your sex partners, however many you had. You would enjoy that. You would enjoy your parties and your drinking and your, and your smoking and your coking. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I mean, y'all act like y'all didn't do none of that. I'm rolling and I'm carrying and I'm riding. Where is the next party? You didn't have no problem. Your problem was your DWI and wrecking your car. But it wasn't no spiritual problem. It was a result of your behavior. But once you crossed over and you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the devil said, what? Now he knows that when we genuinely give our life to Jesus Christ, he cannot affect our eternal life when we are committed to Christ. So the next thing he wants to do is to make you ineffective by bringing distortions and, and problems and, and things in your life that will get you off the focus of what God called you to do. See, it's because the Lord saved you so that you can be the salt of the earth, And the light of the world. And you can take your joy and your happiness and your gladness. And whatever God did for you and can be his witness. So that somebody else can see that your messed up life has been straightened up. And they want to come to Christ too. But what the enemy does is throw so much stuff at you. That you're so busy trying to get yourself together. That you never ever tell anybody else about Jesus. Pastor I just need prayer. Will y'all pray for me, saints? I'm going through. I say, with well, my time you ought to have been through, because you've been going through ever since I've been knowing you. <laughs> Paul, in his letters to the church in Ephesus, gives us the picture of the spiritual battle that takes place in our lives. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. It's nothing new to those of you who've been in the Bible and been saved for a few years. We hear this quite often, but in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Paul's talking to the church at Ephesus. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And King James said, in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you may take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the ruler's So the first thing Paul tells them in this passage is to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord. Now, if you are in the Lord, he tells you to be strong in him. In other words, rely upon the Lord's strength and not your own strength because you don't have enough power of your own To get out there and to combat the forces of evil in your own strength. You've tried it and it didn't work. So if we're going to be victorious in our battles, the key to our victory is God's power and God's strength. Paul is assuming that those believers are filled with the Holy Ghost. Believers, saints, you got the Holy Spirit, you're full of the Spirit of God. God has the power and we ought to put our faith in him and our trust in him to help us through all of our troubles, through all of our troubles. God is our resource, not our last resort. Some people wait until they can do nothing else. Then they want to call on the Lord. No, you call on him first. Then we're told to get ourselves ready and equipped by putting on the whole armor or the full armor of God. Now Paul was talking about the military uh, uniforms of the day, which was the armor. And he's going to go on and talk about the sword and the helmet and all of that. If that was today, he would say put on all of your combat gear. Put on all of your combat gear. Everything you've got, put it on. And he said we are to be ready to take our stand against the devil's, what do you call them, schemes. He's saying the devil is scheming. A lot of the things that are happening in your life are is demonic activity, but you don't know it because he's scheming. Demonic activity in your family, but he don't know it because it looks like your husband. It's demonic activity attacking your children, but you don't know it because it looked like your children. It's demonic activity in your workplace, but it looked like your boss and your co-worker. But he said, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's like the puppeteer uh, managing all the puppets with the string. It ain't the puppets down there that's doing that, moving it's the puppeteer that's moving it, but you're looking at the puppets. And he said, that's the way the enemy is, and he has a scheme. Y'all know how schemes work. Schemes want things to look one way, look perfect, look good, look appetizing, but it has an end result to take advantage of you. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a scheme. Companies and marketeers, they got schemes. People have schemes. Guys have schemes when they're going out trying to hook up. They got a scheme. They'll tell you stuff about themselves that's not true. He'll tell you he's a sanitation engineer. (laughs) When he's riding on the back of the garbage truck. That's a scheme. I had one friend, he was telling people he was an (laughs) astronaut. (laughs) And some ladies believed it. Amen, that's a scheme. I had a couple of friends who would, uh, they was working out there in the plant wearing coveralls, but on their off day, they put on suits and get a briefcase and go downtown outside of Penzoil Tower at lunchtime to see the ladies coming out. <laughs> it was a scheme. <laughs> and that's what the enemy does. It's a scheme to make you think some one thing, and, but the end result is for destruction. And for a division and discord and tearing things up and keeping you off track so that you will never, ever do what God called you to do. And he said the ones that are perpetrating these schemes are rulers, authorities, powers in this dark world, spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. So if you can believe in God, you gotta believe in the devil. You gotta believe in demonic forces. There are demonic forces. They, they They didn't retire when Jesus died on the cross. They're still here, they're still active, they're still causing issues and troubles and problems and sickness and all of those kinds of things. When you're in a war, the key to victory is the superiority of your weaponry. And the Lord says, I've given you some superior weapons so that you don't have to be defeated by the enemy who comes in with all of these things. The church is in a battle for our homes and our families, our schools, our communities, and our culture. We have a spiritual battle. Do you think everything that's been happening in the last 20 to 30 years in our culture is just happening? I saw something, somebody had a sign uh, uh, this morning saying, uh, no abortions are safe because somebody always dies. But we have millions of them. It's a, it's a plan, it's a scheme. When people say, You just want to be pro choice, it's a scheme. And the devil say, Look, they think it's pro choice. <laughs> it's a scheme. We believe it. We bought it. Thank you once again for listening to the Light of the World broadcast. We certainly hope that your life is being enriched as we are teaching on fasting. Fasting is one of the most powerful weapons that God gives to the believers. It was Jesus who said this kind comes out by fasting and by prayer. I want to reemphasize that fasting without prayer is going to be ineffective. So always put prayer and fasting together. If you would like to hear this message again in its entirety, you can listen to us at our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also share those podcasts with family members or members of your church or someone who is not really informed about fasting. We find that there are people who are still wondering how do I fast and why do I fast and these messages are here to help with that. I also want to invite you to be a part of what God's doing at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church. We're meeting each Sunday at 16161 Old Humble Road. This is a wonderful time of year to come together as we pray and seek God's face, as we expect God to move in a significant, mighty way in our homes, in our church, in our families, and in our communities. God wants you to be a part of what He's doing in this day and in this hour. Also, I want to remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. If you need communion supplies, Sunday school material, books, Bibles, anointing oil, call us at the Beacon. 281-441-2885.